Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk Truth Radio Podcast and Senior Pastor of Walk and Truth Christian Fellowship Church. I want to thank you today for tuning in and I want to praise you for praying for this ministry. We are growing by leaps and bounds. If you would like to support this ministry and give a donation, look in the description. We have Cash App, Venmo, and PayPal. But most importantly, we need your prayers. So I just want to thank you again for coming along on this journey and we will see you on the other side. Bishop Jakes. Let's let's deal with Bishop Jakes first, right? Bishop Jakes preached a service, uh, preached a service, and preached a message about bishops, about giants and midgets. Did he not? Bishop Jakes preached a sermon about giants and midgets. Y'all talk to me now. Preached a service about giants and midgets. Now, mind you, before you can even preach this message, before you can even preach this message, my thing is, how are you going to say midgets are taking over when the midgets came from you all? The reason why we have a John Gray is because people just like you, Bishop. Now, again, I would love to have a conversation with you. I would love to have a conversation with you. But you all affirm you all affirm these midgets. And yet, and still, at the same time, these midgets are taking over because everything that they've done, you have okayed it. You have okayed it, right? You have okayed it. John Gray, let's touch on this. John Gray, John Gray, the first time that was publicly announced that he cheated on his wife. He came to your church. Big old circus. Y'all make sure y'all share the video. We had this big old circus. And then he goes back and does the same thing for her. No, but what you did was you made her a pastor. You made her a pastor. And she got married to one fool, and then that didn't work, got married to somebody else, moved to California. Nothing was checked, no, none of this stuff. See, this is how, this is how, the, this is how the saints, this is how, this, is how the, this is how the preachers get to church, folks. They preach crappy messages. They preach crappy messages, and here we go, dancing and a shout. Here we go, dancing and a shout. Over stuff that don't make no sense. We're dancing on broken pieces. This is the problem. Because we have these positions as bishops, apostles, we feel like no one can check us. We feel like no one can check us.
Hello, this is Pastor Jay of Walker Truth Radio Network with your encouraging word for today. I told you this week I'm going to ruffle some feathers. Yesterday I talked about entitlement. And I want to move on from entitlement to despair and strongholds. Most people that feel they're entitled, they begin to go in despair because they don't get what they want. Think about it. You feel that you're entitled and it doesn't go your way. So what do you do? You rant, you rave, you come, you fall into despair. And that's when Satan brings in things to entice you to do what is right in your own eyes. And then you end up developing stronghold. And you wonder, where did I develop that habit? How did it come upon me? Because I was not willing or capable of receiving sound instruction or correction because I am entitled. And what, my, what I think about it is better than what God may say about it. So I go from entitlement to despair to allowing strongholds to be uh, developed into my life to which drag me down even worse. And once I go into despair, I'm on the verge of destruction. So what we have to do is go from entitlement to correction, discipline, and accountability. Everybody knows, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, I'm big on your decision has consequences. And consequences are neither negative or positive, but they are the results of the seed of your decision growing into what it is down the line it's supposed to affect. Every decision you make may have a short-term or a long-term effect in your life. And the, as you keep making bad decisions, they will have a longer-term effect on your life. It's kind of interesting to me that I find out that those who are willing to sacrifice and accept discipline and instruction and correction at a young age tend to be better off as they get down the line. Those who want the world quick, want it fast, want it now, tend to not know about sacrifice so they end up in entitlement. See, if you learn how to sacrifice and work hard and do the right thing, you don't necessarily feel entitled. You feel that you've earned it. And in one way, you have earned it. By the grace of God and your hard work, you have put your hand to the plow and have earned a bit of the grace and of mercy and the extraordinary grace and mercy that God gives to those who diligently seek him and work hard. Then there's those who just because they're breathing, they feel that they are entitled. Whether their parents told them they were the king, the prince, princess, or something like that have spoiled them, they end up in that situation. Another point that we end up with entitled children who end up in despair, that end up in destruction is that we who are in the struggle, who fought the battle, don't understand sometimes that it is the struggle and the battle and the victory that where we came from that uh, makes us strong. So you have a generation that struggles. The struggle turned into a fight. The fight turned into a conquering. The conquering turned into prosperity. Now, while we're in prosperity, we don't pretend as if the struggle was never there. And there lies the problem. When we take the, the history away from the struggle, we hamper the kids that never had the struggle. Look at the children of Israel. God said he left some people, let them, uh, their disobedience left some people in the place of the promised land that he promised them that they knew no war, that they would know war and know the struggle so they could appreciate God delivering them. God will always go back to Egypt to remind them how he delivered them and they had done nothing good nor bad. They just cried out to God because they were being oppressed. But once they got into the promised land, 
They had to prove themselves. God gave them instructions so that they can prosper and have plenty in the land of milk and honey. He delivered them. And if you go back to Numbers, when he told them to go over, they said they wouldn't go. They said they would stop. And then you think about this, because of their disobedience, the only ones that went over was Caleb and Joshua. The rest of the generation had to die in the wilderness, and they had to take a new generation into the promised land. That's something to think about. Maybe you have to die out. Maybe you so set your ways that you have to die out so the new generation can go into the promised land. And see, their fear was that <clears throat> their kids would have to struggle in the promised land, but God said he would deliver them. So their fear kept them on the other side of the Jordan, and eventually entitlement, despair, and destruction. You did what was right in your own eyes. And then they crossed over, the new generation. And then they got instructions. And then the cycle starts all over again, the struggle, the fight, the conquering. And eventually, people become complacent when they have too much prosperity. So when we raise our kids in the prosperity that we struggle for and don't really teach them about the struggle, there's no appreciation for the struggle that you went through. You think it's just handed down because of the struggle. No, you have to tell them, you have to show them, you have to give them small examples of what it's like to struggle so they could take the prosperity to another level. Entitlement messes our minds up. And again, when an entitled person doesn't get what they want, you already know how they act. There's no telling what they might do because they are entitled. But despair and then destruction. It's the cycle of mankind. It's the cycle of people. And we have to learn from the scriptures to avoid this cycle. All you have to do, the most simplest thing, keep your mind focused on God. Seek ye first God and his kingdom and his righteousness. God blesses and reveals himself to those who diligently seek him. You have to make up your mind today that you're not going to live with an entitled mindset. That you're not going to let the strongholds of this world, the shiny things, the things over there, what they're doing over there seems to be more fun. And let them control your life because the world will contrive to control your life and tell you that because you believe in Jesus, you're crazy. And the world will say, well, we did it your way. No, we haven't. We've never done it the way God wanted. Because God is the only person who institute his way. We are ambassadors. We are strangers. We are people that are sojourning through this land. We are foreigners here. Our home is in heaven with Jesus. And when Jesus returns, he will set everything right. But until then, we keep telling people about this, this cycle. And our goal is to break the strongholds of the cycle so you won't end up with entitlement of man, mindset, excuse me, or in despair or leading to destruction. Our job as saints is to keep people from that, wake people up, let people see that there's light, not, them, not, not allow them to continue to walk in the darkness, even though they prefer it. Men prefer darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. You're not condemned by what you do, but you're condemned by the, what you believe and which, how you act upon what you believe. And when you don't believe upon Jesus Christ, as the scripture said, out of your belly flows nothing. You're like a cloud without rain. But if you believe upon Jesus Christ, as the scripture said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. See, we have to learn how to give people living water and the light and not worry about the darkness. We don't have to give them that. They're born with that. They're shaped in iniquity. They're born in darkness. But our job as saints of God is to give them the word of God, which is the light of God, the bread of life. And pray that God will heal them from the inside out from their sin. 
So even when I said that we talked about entitlement, we talked about despair, we talked about uh, uh, destruction, all of those are symptoms of a bigger problem. The bigger problem is the sin in man's heart. And Jesus and his death and his death, burial, resurrection, his vicarious substitutionary death for us on the cross that cleansed us of all sins for those who believe is the only answer. Again, we're trying to put a Band-Aid here, a Band-Aid there. It's a social problem. It's a police problem. It's a race problem. It's a class problem. It's a sin problem. Until we deal with the sin, we'll just be cutting off little branches here and little branches there. But the roots of sin dwell deep inside of man. So I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you today. Come to Christ. Because that's the only answer for the problem of mankind. Whatever the stronghold may be in your life, it's not the stronghold that's the problem. It's the sin that allows a stronghold to continue to grow. It's the people that you hang around that, that, that encourage you to stay bound in the stronghold. But more so, it's the decisions that you make to stay where you're at. To stay entitled, to stay the victim, to stay in despair, to stay leading to destruction in your mind, in your body. You have to make better decisions. And the deeper you are in the darkness, the more decisions you have to make that are light to get out of the darkness. The longer you stay in darkness, the harder it's going to be. But you can get out. But you have to make a decision to get out and start making the good decisions that actually pull you out of the darkness. This is Pastor Jay of Walker Truth Radio Network. I always want you to be encouraged and be blessed and be at peace. And remember, you can get out of the darkness by walking into the light. Peace.